Nothing brings it all together like a dinner party. Welcome back to our last episode for this season. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. yeah Savory, umami, delicious. Yeah. yeah. We're drinking the Grenache For our final day together, Matt planned a meal that would pair well with Ingadu's wines. While he's cooking and the rest of the gang is sipping wine, we'll talk with Catherine, Phil, and Matt about what they see moving forward. We're going to put that on it. Processed it. So uh, there's not a whole lot to do. So Dana, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to make here in our dinner party tonight. Uh, we found some nice fresh pasta, so we thought we'd do a pasta dish first. We're going to start this off with butter, and we're going to brown it just a little bit. Butter is different from most all fats in that it's got a few percent of protein in there. That protein is going to sort of caramelize. It's called the Maillard reactions. It's going to get browner and nuttier and give a little depth of flavor to this. Some more interesting character than if we just use uh, something by itself. So for our second course, a salad course, we also want to have more of a bigger wine with that. So we got some flank steak that we're going to grill cut it into some strips, have that with a salad. Flank steak salad is one of my favorites. We make this at home all the time. Very savory and, and uh, very fulfilling from the meat part, but it's also kind of refreshing from the greens. And I also want to think about the wine for tonight's dinner. So I wanted a vinaigrette that was a little lighter in acid and uh, a little bit higher in fat. I, my favorite is to mix balsamic vinegar and lemon juice, generally in different amounts because it's real easy to get brightness of the lemon with the darker flavors of balsamic vinegar. And that also puts some sugar in there, which uh, gives some sweetness to it, but not too much. They often say you can judge a chef based on how they make a vinaigrette. So we'll see how I do. Y'all get to judge me at the end. With a vinaigrette, one of the things you almost always add to that, especially if you want to mix it up and have it stay, is mustard. Because mustard contains a natural detergent called lecithin. When you mix the oil and the vinegar together, it'll stay together. Then we're going to put the steak juice that comes off after I grill it into the vinaigrette because that also adds a lot of flavor to that. And I think that will go well with the, the wines that we're serving with it. That sounds delicious. Meeting Catherine, Catherine was so light and ebullient and just passionate in her own right about what we were doing and the types of wines that we're making. But it was really the connection that the labs had, the dash <laughs> coming in and say, oh, that's got to happen right there. Just because, no. <laughs> I remember asking what you were looking for in the new ownership and some of the fundamental questions and just the way Phil talked about what he's looking for and where he wants to go, there was so much passion and knowledge that I kind of knew this is not the guy that's just looking to retire. Right. This is someone who's looking for a new way of bringing Enkidu to the next height next right. chapter exactly and that i got immediately mm -hmm. it's it's now been a year and it's yeah. been it's been wonderful catherine has been, yeah. been a, extremely supportive and i love what she's doing and where she wants to take the company for me as a winemaker that's where i want to go and i have matt who <laughs> is in food what science all that time. <laughs> but, but, but it's just it's this whole combination people who have now come into my life for me, I could not really have found a better partnership, a better fit. You know. Here we are. Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> Bring two families together. Yeah. It's been about a year. The adventure started out with Phil and I met, our dogs met, and our families uh, come together. And what we want to do is take our club members, our community, along with us along that venture. We're going to have some fun, make some excellent wines, and we're going to do a lot of cooking and get together along the way. 
we're having a blast. I mean, as long as I can remember, um, both of us have loved making things, whether that's woodworking or cooking or at work, I make molecules for a living. Angie is just a great way to express that, a great way to, to make great wine and share that with, with other people. I think meals are a very social time when everybody gets together, talks about their day, or sees family that they haven't seen for a long time. Wine is just the perfect backdrop for that. Kind of had in mind some real fresh tomatoes, maybe some heirloom tomatoes. That didn't work out because we got to the market and the tomatoes they had weren't that great. What I like to do when the tomatoes aren't that great is I almost always buy cherry tomatoes. They have a little bit more sweetness to them than this pasty bland tomatoes that you can often find and that's all you got. We started processing those. I take the seeds out because I don't want the seeds all over the place, but you don't want to throw away the tomato water. I cut them in half, squeeze them over a colander, I let the juice drip through and toss the seeds. That tomato liquid you can see I have right here, and we're gonna add that to the sauce. That's where most of the glutamate, the MSG, monosodium glutamate, in the tomatoes uh, is. And we talked earlier about how that activates your umami receptors. Many foods are very high in glutamate. Parmesan cheese, tomatoes, soy sauce, mushrooms are naturally high in glutamate, and that's why these foods are so absolutely delicious. There's a reason why I like all those. <laughs> The Enkidu team is cross-generational, and we're really proud of that. And we want to bring different perspective and different opinions and taste. I think a lot of the pretension that wine country can have, people respond differently uh, based on their generations to that. And so having people represent different age groups, different demographics, they all have their own perspective on wine. We have all these layers of experience and understanding now at the winery, and I think that's a really big benefit for us. And we also have the radishes. So radishes are something I didn't really like when I was a kid. I think a lot of people don't. They have a very peppery and a lot of heat to them. Similar to what you would do with eggplant and many other types of things is you can soak them in some just mildly salt water. Not really salty, but just mild salt water. And that will pull some of the liquid out. If you remember back to your high school biology, you put the potato in the salt water and it gets all floppy because the water goes out by osmosis and matches the osmotic pressure. And so I think that's the same idea. And as that liquid comes out, some of those bitter and peppery components are softened as they come out with it and it removes them. So I do that for a little bit and then I rinse them and then I let them sit in cold water for a bit to just kind of plump back up again because now we have pure water, goes the other way and that kind of makes their flavor a little bit more sweet and mild. I'm gonna take one of this guy's classes. I know. I you should. That's how you should. I'm gonna take one of his classes. Yeah. This is sort of more kitchen science than wine, so okay. I could do this all night long. It's like the best I job know. in the world. Wine is a great thing to add when you cook because you're adding a lot of complex flavors. You're adding the acid, you're adding the sugar. You use really cheap wine, the cheapest wine you can find. Your food will also taste similarly cheap. So do buy a nicer wine for cooking and you'll get better results. The thing to know about that too is when to add it. For example, I'm cooking these shallots. I'm trying to brown these a little bit along with the garlic and my butter here. So if I add the wine right now, I'm gonna cool it off immediately and I will stop that. Also probably splatter grease everywhere. This is not what I would add the wine. I'm gonna let this get to the sort of brownness I like, and then take advantage of the fact that I can stop the cooking when I want to by adding some wine in there. So we'll splash some wine in, if only we had some. So you can see that, and uh, you smell the vapors. There's a lot of alcohol in there. And you wanna reduce the wine down too, correct? Uh, yeah, so the, yeah. Wine, the wine will bring in a lot of water, and we can cook that off. Does the alcohol stay in the food? Yep. 
Some does. Some azeotropes off, but some stays in. But you want to burn off as much as you can, because when you add wine, you can smell alcohol coming off. You might even get a flame on it. That flame will go out, so you've really reduced your alcohol, because alcohol can really contribute a lot of bitterness. Alcohol can also release some of the flavors, like fat does. So another way you use wine in cooking all the time is for a, a long-cooked stew. Some stew meat, for example, along with some onions and carrots and things like that. And you can cook that with a bottle of red wine in the oven for a few hours, and that will help to tenderize the meat. Tannins will help to break up the connective tissue and the proteins and make it a lot more delicious. Do you want me to put pasta in there? It's, it's boiling. Yes, please. Uh, they're in the fridge. There's three packs of fresh pasta. It only takes a couple minutes. Okay. All right. It won't be too peppery. <laughs> One thing my mom used to say she would always make a new recipe or some experimental cooking thing when she had guests coming over because if it turns out to be a terrible disaster, at least you have other people to help you eat it. And you were stuck with it, stuck with it yourself. So she was a brilliant we'll see woman. How we do here. It's really interesting for me to think about why wine bottles are the size that they are. It's meant to be shared. It's the size that's meant to be shared. You can drink it all by yourself if you want, but it lasts a little bit longer because of that. And also you're all sharing the exact same thing. And so I think that it's sort of naturally social in that way. And I think that's part of what brings people together so well. Hey, Matt. Mm -hmm. So you're using cream as opposed to, let's say, milk. Yeah. You know, why do you do that? Cream is a increased fatty portion that's taken off the top. Cream is really the magic ingredient that blends things together. It's got a lot of fat in there. Again, fat serves to immobilize all of those different flavor components, slosh them around, mix them together. You also have a protein casein in there. And what casein does is it starts to unravel and it's a bit like a detergent. Um, it doesn't taste like soap or anything like that, but it does the same thing in that it lets oil and water mix. Like an emulsifier? Exactly like an emulsifier, yeah. And the casein just unravels enough to make everything you know, emulsify together, but not so much that it makes the proteins come together and form curds, like cheese curds. Uh, so cream is just perfect for that. If you try this with half and half, sometimes you can get away with it. If you do want to avoid using heavy cream, make a flour and butter roux first. Then you can add the milk, um, and that will tend to stabilize a little bit better, but cream is really the way to go. So what could people expect in the new year? We're putting a lot of thought into uh, new packaging and working with the Sonoma community to achieve even better sustainability, new blends, new taste, adding to our portfolio. We're also planning really fun road trips to go out to places that have Enkidu followers already, starting with New Mexico, Colorado, um, Texas, and Florida and uh, many others that our listeners can write in and request uh, for us to visit. And last but not the least, look at new distribution, bring wines to your favorite restaurants locally, a big year ahead of us, and a really fun of journey that Phil and Matt and I and Hannah and Becca are going on. And if you want to be a part of that journey, there's the Inkadu Wine Club. When you're a club member, you're part of the family. From personalized recommendations to customized shipments, membership just tastes different. New members who join the Inkadu Wine Club receive 15% off their first order with a minimum of three bottles. Just click the link in the show notes to get started or enter code PODCAST15, that's the number 15, at checkout. And now back to the show. So wine... What we have in mind for this, we've got this impossible combination here of the heavy fat and the cream. We definitely want something with reasonable acid to go with that. We also have the tomatoes in there and the earthiness, and I went ahead and roasted them, so that made them even more earthy 
And so I think Pinot Noir is going to go really well with this, a bigger one. That's why it's nice to have several different ones. You know, for better or worse, when you open a bottle of wine, in a few nights you're going to have to drink that wine because it will go bad unless you have a preservation kit or something. I recommend that people get more than one bottle at a time because you got one you can play around with, take some notes on that, say what it was, and then you know what to do with the second one. Well, my favorite thing is wine tasting, too. You got, you know, a, a flight of pinot of different style, different clones, and you blind taste, and you pick which one goes the best with your dish, and then you save the other ones for tomorrow. <laughs> Make a dish to go with it. I, I wish you could have been there pouring at this wedding reception where everything this couple had chosen to, to be there at this reception was their favorite things, their mm -hmm. favorite people getting to know them better and just being able to represent oh. Inkadu, something that was so special to them, to their friends and family. And at this moment was, was really, really lovely. They told me exactly which wines they wanted. They picked a big variety. They like, so they could do the toast with, you know, with oh. Inkadu yeah. sparkling. And uh, yeah, I'll never forget not. that. Very hot. So how do we turn this off? And you have to and hold that one in and blast it. As we lay two, three, four, there. Do we need more cheese grated? Um, pack that out for you. Try to untangle some of the pasta here. Okay, now. Wine is a bit of an art, a bit of a science, and it's a privilege to be part of people's celebration. A lot of winemakers say, oh, my, my wine's like the centerpiece of it. It's like, no, no, no. If our wine is there, we just want to enhance the moment. Yeah, just enhance the moment. And, and really feel honored that, oh, you, you chose that, and we, we could be there along with you. That's what you want people to understand. Oh, we don't just have good wine, we have good people. While Phil and I are dedicated to the quality of the wine, there's no fixed plan as a, as a recipe. Having a winemaker and, and a staff that are experienced and dedicated and really want to create something exceptional and not lose the fun in doing it along the way. We're going to keep having fun and make great wines, meet a lot of adventurous and creative people. Cheers. 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 To your house. Phil and I talk about making wines till we're 110. <laughs> we can be going at this for a really, really long time. When I came up to Inkadu, I thought I would learn a ton about wine, and I did. But I also learned a lot about the people who make it. Making wine is an art and a science, but it's also about family, friendship, and love. I hope you enjoyed our first season, and I hope you'll take the time to visit, taste, and explore further at IncaduWines.com. I'm Dana Elmquist. Thank you for joining.